You're listening to Generate a Life Well-Lived Podcast. I'm your friend and confidant, Erin Gray. I created this podcast for all the generators in the world to inspire you to live a life that you love and desire, that is in alignment with who you truly are, not who you think you should be. Hi. How is everybody? So before I get into the podcast today around play personalities, I want to share with you, I think a couple of episodes ago, I told you that we were currently in Idaho. And at the time, like two nights ago, we had technically two weeks left to before we needed to figure out where we were going. And as I'm learning <laughs> with my defined head in Ajna, and um, even though I have an undefined route, Currently what's happening with all of the, I don't follow this as closely, but with all the planets and all of the things we are currently all have a defined route right now. And the pressure is real. And I had a little bit of a mini breakdown. And I know that when I get to the point of crying, I know that like that for me is a, that's where frustration comes in. Like when I cry when I'm a, I mean, a career cry for all different reasons. Right. But like frustration and like pressure is, is like, for me, crying is like that release of those emotions. And, you know, Jason and I were talking and when I started asking my sacral questions, right. Like, do you want to figure out how to go to Portugal right now? I was getting an, uh, uh, do you want to figure out like how to do plane flights and all of these different things? I kept asking myself yes or no questions and I kept getting, uh, uh-uh. uh, and then I asked myself, like, do you just want to stay here for another month? And I got to, uh, huh. And this is what I think that a lot of us aren't practiced in. And also our minds tell us one thing, right? We have envisioned something in our minds and then our bodies tell us another And I think when we have this, I call it like a ping pong match. That's what it feels like in my body, right? It's like this, like good cop, bad cop, you know, like devil angel sitting on your shoulders, whatever you want to call it. And it feels so intense. And instead of resisting it, instead of, you know, fighting against it, it's just me and all of us learning to surrender to it. Right. And trusting our bodies, trusting our sacrals, knowing that our bodies have way more guidance and can, and like know beyond what our minds can even fathom. So we just decided we're just going to stay here another month. And that gives me six more weeks to plan. Where else are we going to go? And I think also the more that I, the more that we travel, the more that I realize I'm a really slow traveler. I think that, you know, we've been so conditioned to like, Oh, you get a week off. Right. And so you're doing this, like vacation fast thing. But the more that we have been able to extend our time that we travel, I really love to move slowly. And as generators, we, that's how we actually, you know, work. Think of it more like a tanker, an oil tanker, right. Than a fast speed boat. The many, the manifesting generators are those fast speed boats. And we're more like a tanker, right? It takes us a while to move and it's not a problem. So if you are noticing that you're feeling pressure. If you are noticing that you move slower than other people, like all of that is okay. And like I always say, put your hand on your heart and give yourself such, such grace and space and love because we live in a world that time 
and space isn't really um, allotted for, right? I say that to say, I was like, I need to get on my bike. So yesterday I went for a 15 mile-ish bike ride, which for some of you may be like, that's nothing. And I'm working back up into my stamina of bike riding, but it felt so good to get on my bike because it is a way that I can move through time and space and emotion. I mean, sometimes I cried. There were parts of the bike ride that I cried on my bike and it felt so good to release that emotion and just allow it to come and come up and out and really just be in my body, not in my head. And I was in nature. I got to see the river. It was really, really good. So if you're feeling pressure, if you're feeling, you know, do something to get into your body. And that's why I think play is one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves to easily get into our body. So on today's podcast, I want to talk about the different types of play personalities that Stuart Brown talks about in his book. And I'm not one to put anybody into a box. And I don't like really labeling ourselves, even though I know that we say, okay, well, we're generators. Yes, I do want to say we always have, we have all of the chart, right? Like we're, we are all of the chart. And also we have tendencies, we gravitate towards certain things, but I think, you know, because we can become attached to certain things and be like, well, I'm this way and I can't be this way. Right. We have tons of fluidity and flexibility, but I want to share these different types of play personalities with you so that you can see kind of where you might resonate with them and where you might be like a hell no for. And the ones that you resonate with, I want you to think about how you can do more of those honor your sacral, right. And your body and have more fun in your life because Let's be honest. It feels really good to have a lot of fun. So the first one that, that Stuart Brown talks about is the Joker. And this is basically like playing practical jokes on people and just being funny. And it revolves around nonsense. Like this actually starts when we're babies and we just babble. And then as we, you know, we make funny faces and raspberries and all of those things. And then as we grow into, you know, uh, young adulthood or adulthood, we, some of us like to play jokes on people. Like if you think about, you know, George Clooney and Matt Damon, they're always playing jokes on each other. They get a rise out of that. And also you can also just tell jokes. Like my grandpa, he used to always tell jokes. Um, and that was one of the, the ways that he loved to like, he, he probably didn't know it. Right. But that's one of the ways, the ways that he liked to play. So the next one is the kinesthete which is people that like to move their body and they like to move to think this is one of the ways that resonates with me. Like I like to either go for walks or go for a bike ride, or, you know, when we lived in Maui surf or whatever it might be to physically move my body through time and space to allow ourselves to, you know, think and to process and to just, just move. And we like to push our bodies as a result. Like I, when I read this book, I was like, oh my goodness, of course, you know, I decided I would just go do a triathlon just to see if I could do it. I didn't have any goal of like being any number or finishing. I just was going to finish it, but I just wanted to see like, can I actually do it? And competition isn't the main focus in this type of play. So think about like yoga, dance, lifting weights, riding your bike, surfing, whatever it is that you can do through time and space that feels really good and fun for your body. The next play personality is the explorer. 
And this can be, and this is another way I love to play. It can be like physical, like traveling right to a new destination, to new places, or it can be emotional. Like if you're searching for a new feeling or you're deepening that familiar, um, the familiar that you already experienced through music and or movement. And it can also be mental. Like if you're researching a new subject, think about how you explore, you dig deeper, you discover new experiences, new points of view. So those are three different types of, of the explorer. And as I'm naming these, just think about like, ask yourself, like, do I like to do that? And see if you get a sacral yes, or you get a sacral no. And just a way for you to practice tuning in and leaning into your body. The competitor, which is my daughter, she loves to play like this. This is someone who truly enjoys playing a competitive game, like with specific rules and they want to play to win. They love to fight to be number one. And this is not like, I'm a, uh, uh, for this type of play. Like she loves to play like this. And sometimes I were, you know, when I didn't know about this, when I didn't know about play personalities, I would always want her to be like, why do we have to play like this? But this is fun for her. She loves beating you and she takes joy from it. And as an adult, we can also take this into the business world. Like my brother likes to do this, like keeping, keeping tabs, right? Like on how much money he's creating and it's fun for him. It's like a game of like, how much more money can I create? So whether it is something that as you're playing just out in the world and you're playing soccer to win, or you're in business and you're like, how much more money can I create from a place of like, it's fun, right? Not from a place of like trying to prove ourselves or, uh, feeling not good enough, not from that space, but from a place of fun and joy. If you're, if you like that, that might be one of the ways that you love to play. The next is the director. And this is someone who enjoys planning and executing scenes and events. So this might be like, I think about, you know, some people love to plan like a, a family vacation for like, um, I say family vacation, but like friends vacation, right? Like who's the person that like plans the dinner parties or plans the, the, the girl's trip or the guy's trip. Think of those people. And if you are one of them, that is someone who as Stuart Brown describes is the director. So these are like party givers or, you know, they investigate where they want to go or what they want to do. Like it might be, even if you get to a vacation, you're at a vacation spot, you might be the one that plans the dinners or plans, you know, let's go on this expedition. And the next one is the collector. This is something my husband loves to do. It's like someone who loves having the best, most interesting collection of objects or experiences. So when we lived in Maui, he used to love to collect seashells. And if you were to look at his tool collection or his RCR collection, it's, it's pretty good size. So you might enjoy, you know, collecting like as a solitary activity, meaning you like to do that on your own. Or you might actually like to do it and then connect with others in that way. I think of Jay Leno, right? He loves collecting cars and he loves to take people out in his cars and he likes to connect with other car enthusiasts. So it's can be, you know, cars or antiques or coins or 
wine or shoes or whatever it is for you that if you love to collect it and it's fun and that is one of the ways that you want to either connect with other people and or you want to just do it for yourself and you just enjoy doing it. The next one is the artist or the creator. It's someone who loves to make things or make things work. And this is also my husband. Like anytime we go to a new Airbnb, he is always like this one, this Airbnb that we're at currently, he like took apart the vacuum, cleaned it all out because it wasn't working properly. And like, now it's amazing. Same thing with our rental car. The, the SUV that we had wasn't, the AC wasn't working very well. And he went and bought a new filter. And he noticed, you know, he had already looked at it and was like, oh, you know, the micro filter was really, really um, clogged. And so he bought a new one and made it work, right? Like he loves making things work that aren't currently. So this can be some examples can be like painting or woodworking or gardening or sewing. So you can physically make things from nothing to something or you can make things work like what Jason does. So taking apart a pump and cleaning it, like Jason did the vacuum and getting like satisfaction out of making things work. And then the last one is the storyteller. So imagination is key here. And we all have an imagination and we are all creative. And I used to not believe this, like, oh, I don't really have an imagination, but I want you to, if you can close your eyes right now. and. Think of yourself lying on the beach. If you can do that, if you can imagine that or imagine yourself going for a walk or whatever, you have an imagination. It's just, we don't use it very often. So imagination is key within the storyteller. It's someone who loves to tell a story and it can also be someone that loves to watch them. And they could also be someone who might perform through dance or magic tricks. So think about like a novelist or cartoonist or videographers. I think about like YouTubers, right? Like now the, the creativeness, the storytelling of people that travel or that they, um, like my dad watches this fishing guy on YouTube, right? But he, he sets up the story and he takes you through the story on each YouTube video that he makes. Now that I look at it, I think there's actually seven or eight different types of play personalities, regardless. Let me know which ones you resonated with. Maybe there might be one, or maybe there might be a couple of them. And I would love to hear which ones you resonated with and also what you want to do more in your life. And as always, from my soul to yours. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want to receive your human design chart, you can head over to my website at Generate a Life Well Lived to receive your free chart. As always, from my soul to yours.